0: You are listening to the weekly sermon from Elevation Community Church in Blanchester, Ohio. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Phil Nelson. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit myelevationcc.org.
1: Amen. Well, if you're standing, you may be seated. Uh, If you're seated, you may be seated. (laughs) Uh, Well, good morning. My name is Phil Nelson. I'm one of the pastors here obviously this is just a crazy season and it's okay uh, i love that god meets us right where we're at and uh, before we get into the message i just want to spend some time reflecting and uh, praying for others you know we this is a time where churches including elevation community church are trying to figure out how to best connect and care for our church family members. Every church I know is trying to think outside the box and try to change their strategies and their systems in order to shepherd and care for the body. The church has left the building, the church is people, and so we are trying to figure out new ways to connect and engage with you. One of the biggest ways is emailing us at contact at myelevationcc.org. You can do that, and uh, it will come to us, any prayer requests, any needs uh, that you know of. Our Facebook and social media posts, connect with us. This is also a time where families, maybe your own family, uh, where they're trying to figure out what to do with all this time. And not go stir crazy. Any of you there yet? Yeah, I know many of you are bored out of your minds. This is a time where we come to appreciate the things that we often overlook. Like toilet paper, soap, a roof over our heads, and health. Man, do we start to count our Many blessings. This is definitely a time for most of us like me who are under the age of 45. We've never experienced anything like this before. It's new territory. It definitely is new for us. It may not be the new normal for for life on planet Earth because if we look back a 100 years and centuries beyond us, even to Jesus' time and before that, Everyone had sufferings and different kinds of catastrophes and crises. But for many of us, this is new. This is a new shift in how we live our lives. I also believe that this is a time where the church is really going to show its true colors. I believe this is a time where we as Christians are called to shine our light like we've never done before. I also believe that this is a time where the lost, the broken, are going to be found by the hope and the restoration of Jesus Christ. I believe the gospel is going to take root like we haven't seen in a long time. I also believe that this is a time of refreshment, a time of renewal through crisis. A time of renewal and refinement from the inside out. And so, church, right where you're at, wherever you're watching, whenever you're watching, this is a time where prayer is not something we do. This is a time where prayer is something we live by. Prayer is something that is as precious as food and water to our souls. And so I'd like to take a time to lead all of you in a time of prayer. And then Brent is going to sing a song over all of us in this time of seeking the Lord in prayer. When the earth beneath us begins to shift, our eyes need to shift upwards to God. If they shift in any other direction, it is going to cause you to shake even more. And so I'd like to lead us through several things that I would like for us to pray together for. I will name the thing, and then I will kind of guide us in prayer. I may even be silent for a little bit for you to pray. And I want to encourage you right now, if you can get in a distraction-free zone right now, do it many of you have small kids and you can't right now and that's okay i would really encourage you when you find time to be quiet to replay this and really spend some time in prayer we're called to pray for one another and so the first thing i want to pray for is a dear family member here at elevation community church dolly frith many of you know Bob Frith, almost turning 90 uh, this June. Uh, He passed away early on Wednesday this week, and he is with Jesus in the presence of Jesus where there is no more pain, no more sorrow, no more tears. But Dolly has lost her best friend and her love, and so she needs our prayers. She needs our support. I do want to let you know that a memorial service a celebration of life will be held on June 18th that's when Bob would turn 90 years old and uh, so we rejoice for Bob but we also pray for Dolly so right now just pray Dolly would receive comfort a peace that passes all understanding would guard her heart and mind in Christ Jesus I pray that everything that she needs in this time, practical things like food, water, and even friendship and support would be readily available by our ECC family. A simple text, a simple call. Thank you, Lord, for Dolly's strong, anchored faith in you. And now we pray, I want to pray for our first responders all over this country who are responding to exposure, responding to crisis, responding to emergency, while all of us are at home. In the comfort and the protection of our own homes, these first responders respond and run towards the problem. As we just saw this week in Blanchester, as the building that represents blanchester burnt and this this has affected so many people and our first responders came to the aid were there for days and so we just pray right now for our fire department our firefighters our EMTs our city officials, all of those who are on the front lines to protect us all, God, we ask for your amazing protection to be over them. We pray for the medical professionals and all the hospitals and all the the doctors' offices. We pray for protection in Jesus' name. They are exposed to everything right now. it's just chaotic, it's crazy and so Father we just ask that you would be their shield be their protector calm them Lord Jesus bring revival and restoration renewal to the nurses, to the doctors to the medical staff and nursing homes and special care facilities God Bring your peace. May it just sweep through the hallways, every crevice of those buildings in Jesus' name. Would you pray for the teachers here in Blanchester and surrounding communities, many who are laid off, many who may not have jobs next school year. Just pray that God would take what's broken and he would repair it. I pray for encouragement for you teachers and school staff that you would know that he who has began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. He is your God. He is your provider. He is your healer. He is your comforter. He is the one who knows you intimately. And there's nothing he won't do for you. I'd like to pray for those who work in the grocery and retail stores right now. You've worked harder than you've ever have before. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for all you do to help meet the needs of each family. We pray for every cashier. We pray for every store, food, and uh, supply stocker. God, that they would know that you are with them and you are for them. and Your blessings would be upon them, Lord. And you would give them peace. Those who are facing layoffs, not sure about Any kind of job security waiting you when this passes, we pray that there would be such peace and assurance knowing that Christ is all and is in all for you. He is your rock. He is your anchor. He is your cornerstone. Those of you who are sick and have loved ones who are sick, we pray Isaiah 53 over you. That he who bore our sickness, he who bore the weight of our sin, that by his stripes and his wounds, we are healed, we are restored, and we are made new. Cling to the blood of Jesus. Cling to the cross that brings freedom and healing. And now I just want to wash over you the blessings of God as Brent worships and sings over you that it would be transferred through the screen and the device and you would know that God is for you. His favor is all around you. In Jesus' name, let's pray.
0: His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. The Lord bless you and Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give
2: you peace.
1: on us we love you Jesus amen there's a song a while back maybe around 10 years ago uh, called blessings a different song than what Brent just sang it's by Laura Story and I just thought that some of these lyrics were so fitting for this time for you and me I just want to read them to you. It says this, what if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? What if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know you're near? What if my greatest disappointments or the aching of this life is the revealing of a greater thirst this world can't satisfy? What if the trials of this life, the rain, the storms, the hardest nights? What if the rain, the storms, the hardest nights, the viruses out there, the fires, the going without? What if they're your mercies? in disguise. And so of course like last week the Lord called another audible and we're changing our series one of these days we'll get to the toxic conflict series but today I want to bring you a series that I believe will do uh, we'll do a part 2 next Sunday and it's called leverage. It's as simple as that. It's called leverage. The purpose of this message series is this, we want to leverage everything in this season through our trust in Christ and what he has already done for us in order to be the light and to bring about the kingdom of God. Again, we want to leverage this season, everything going on around us through our trust in Christ and what he's already done, to be the light that Christ has called us to be and to bring about kingdom change, kingdom light, kingdom renewal, kingdom restoration. That's what we long to see. But in order to really understand what we're calling leverage, we need to define what leverage is. So let's first take the um, physics definition of leverage. Physics, when you have a huge weight, a huge pillar, a, a huge amount of mass that you need to move that you cannot move in your own strength. Leverage is all about finding a leverage. It could be a crowbar, it could be a longer pole that you place underneath the heavy weight. And it helps you lift and carry and manage a heavy weight that you could not carry otherwise. How fitting, isn't it? Let's take the financial definition of leverage. It's an investment strategy for using borrowed money. That's the lever. Borrowed money to increase the potential return of investment. Leverage. I believe that God is calling us to fix our eyes, to wake up and use kingdom leverage during this time. We are called to leverage this season, to leverage the hurts, to leverage the changes, to leverage the discomfort, to leverage the weight that this season brings by putting your full trust in Jesus Christ alone. That is the only way you'll be able to be light. That is the only way you will be able to breathe in peace and have joy and contentment in this time. So we are going to discover what it means to leverage this time and see God bring such power, such change, such healing, such restoration, such renewal that we could never, ever muster in our own strength. What about you? What kind of weight are you experiencing this morning? What kind of burdens are keeping you up at night. I think we all can relate to this. In this season, what, what, what are we facing? We're seeing, what's, what's some of the weight and the burdens that we're facing? Well, one, it's probably uncertainty, right? The unknown, it's driving some of us crazy. We can't predict the future. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. What about healthcare is completely overwhelmed. It's not like we used to have. It's different and so we have to shift but it's a burden and it's a weight and if we let it, we're gonna choke ourselves in trying to keep our family so much safe beyond what is ours to control. What about financial pressures? Many of you are experiencing that right now. How are you going to deal with that burden? How are you gonna carry that burden? What about the timeline? No clear timeline. We don't know when this is gonna end. We don't know what's gonna happen next week. We don't know what kind of closures are going to happen. It seems like the limitations on us are increasing the constraint, does it not? and that's a heavy weight. It's gonna wear us out. What about the, the, the people around us who are frightened and scared and panicking for their lives? That's a lot of weight. All those things I mentioned are heavy. And Jesus is the lever He is the only answer to our burdens and to our trials and to our sufferings. But we have to come to him. And so I want to bring three scriptures to your home today as we look of what it means to find leverage in this time to bring about something that we cannot do in our own strength. So the first scripture is kind of what I just mentioned. It's found in Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30. I believe it will be on your screen. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. Is that you? And I, Come to him. Who do you run to with these burdens? Who do you run to with this weight? Jesus is saying the only answer, if you want rest, is to come to me. Then when you come to him, you give him your burdens. He is our burden taker. He is our burden carrier. He carried the weight of the world on the cross. And he says, come to me and give me your weight. So that he will then give you his which is very light and very easy. He uses the yoke analogy. Simply, a yoke is what they used to place on ox. One would be the older ox, the experienced ox, the strong ox would take almost all of the weight and then they would put the young ox in training in the other side of the yoke and the young ox had no restraint had very, very little, if any, weight to carry. And all they were called to do is learn. Is learn. Enjoy the ride and learn what it means to plow. Jesus is saying, you are going to plow. In this season, you are going to plow Are you plowing through these burdens and through these weights in your strength alone? Are you carrying all the weight you were never designed to? And when you carry all that weight, it leads you to burnout, it leads you to become weary, it leads you to carry burdens that were never yours to carry in the first place, which leads to depression, discouragement, anxiety, worry, bitterness, confusion, irritableness. And Jesus says, just come to me. I will give you rest, but you need to take what I give you upon you, and I will take your burdens. Let me fix it. Let me carry it. But we always want to take it back. We want to be the fixers. We want to be the one that solves it, right? That's not how it works in the kingdom of God. The second scripture is found in Ephesians 3. It is one of Paul's famous, most famous uh, prayers. And it's found in Ephesians 3, verses 14 through 19. I absolutely love this scripture, and I pray that it brings you hope and encouragement this morning. For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you, friend, you today, to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being. He didn't say strengthened with your own power through you. He said strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you being rooted and grounded in love may have the strength to comprehend and understand with all of the believers what is the breadth, the length, the height, the depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses human knowledge. And that you may be filled with the leverage and the fullness of God. What do we see in that scripture? What do you see? And you can even keep that on the keep that on the screen if you'd like. What do we see is that number one, we are going to be empowered through the Spirit of God. Number two, Christ, who makes that possible, is going to dwell in our hearts. That it's the only way we can have leverage in this is Christ being the cornerstone, the anchor of our lives. And then once he's our anchor, then we can let our anchor down into Christ. We can grow our roots and our knowledge of God's love. How many know that a large tree with very large and strong roots is going to weather any storm? You can too, as long as we are empowered through the Holy Spirit, Christ lives in our hearts and our roots are going down deep in his love. Number four, God's gonna give us the power to understand the kingdom of God. Number five, we're gonna experience the love of Christ. It's for you to experience, not just know, not just talk about, not just an intellectual experience, but a spiritual experience. And lastly, the scripture tells us that we, that God wants to fill us with the fullness of Christ. That is hope, that is leverage in what we are facing today and what we will face tomorrow. Does that encourage you, does that give you hope? It should, because Christ is our only hope. For those of you who don't know Jesus, today is the day to come to him. Trying to fix your life, trying to live your life for yourself, your own way, is not working. Jesus came to seek and save that which is broken and lost. Will you be found by him? Will you open the door of your heart to him? Allow him to take your sin that he already nailed to the cross. Would you allow him to live inside of you and be that power source that does not come from the world? And all it takes is believing and calling on the name of Jesus. You can do that right now in your home. Jesus, I believe in you and I call on you to save me. And it says those who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. the crisis we are facing is absolutely real. (laughs) But Jesus Christ is so much greater than any crisis that will ever be in your life. Jesus is stronger. And so I want to read this last scripture to you found in Philippians 4 after the be anxious for nothing verses. It says this, For I have learned, Paul, and if you know Paul, he's been through more than probably most of us will ever face in our lifetime. Beatings and persecution, major suffering. He says this, I've learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing. No toilet paper or with everything. Everything. Smorgasbord, a buffet in your house. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it's with a full stomach or an empty one, with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. That is the only way you will get through the crisis in your life. Not your own strength. It doesn't work. It will fail you every time. But his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Let me say that again. His strength is found perfect in your weakness. You can rejoice and you can actually smile at your weakness right now. At your inadequacies. At your failures. This will free you. It's because Christ strengthens you in your weakness but it has to be the lever Christ that is the center of your life the crisis is real but Jesus is stronger sin was strong but Jesus is stronger our trials and our sufferings and burdens and cares and sickness all around us can be heavy But Christ tells us not to fear or be discouraged because he's overcome them all. That is hope. That is hope. That is hope. So let me ask you, what is your source of strength? What lever do you have in your life to carry and manage weight that you personally in your own strength cannot carry? You know, this week I was reflecting on COVID-19. You know, I was asking the Lord, Lord, what would you say about COVID 19? How would you shift the perspective through the kingdom of God on COVID 19? He rocked my world. He answered me. And he said, This, it's gonna be on your screen. You ready? You ready? Mind blown? Ready? Here we go. Christ offers victory in defeat. Christ, and only Christ, through the power that raised him from the dead and lives within us, offers us victory eternally in defeat. The enemy is defeated, y'all. All The enemy is defeated, but we will have crisis and trials of many kinds. Christ offers victory in defeat, and then I was like, well, what do I do with the 1-9? God led me to Joshua 1-9. Are you ready to get off your couch and rejoice? Joshua 1-9 says this, it says, "'Have I not commanded you, be strong, "'and be of good courage, Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. And do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is wherever you go. Do not be discouraged, be courageous and strong. Don't be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord God will be wherever you go. He is our ever-present help in time of struggle and need and trouble. What's your lever? What are you relying on to move the burdens and the weights in your life and around you? And now I want to have a contest. I want you, I want you to create an acronym for COVID-19. Yes, you, and I even have an incentive. I have a nice gift card that I will announce to the most creative and the favorite acronym of COVID-19. Here's the text on the screen. should see the number. You can text 937 754 5107, or we will post today a COVID-19 image on Facebook this afternoon, and you can comment on there, an acronym for COVID-19. Be creative, and guess what? I know what you're going to be thinking about today. You're going to be thinking about how can you leverage this COVID-19 to allow God to do so much more than you could ever do in your own strength. So now I just I wanna spend a little bit more time in application than I normally do. Because really this message right now is just words and a message to you until it is actually applied in your life. What you do in this time, friends, really does matter. What you do in this time tells you what lever you are using. The world's lever lever, or the kingdom of God's lever, which is Christ our Savior. And so I want us to put this to action. The question is, though, and you need to answer this. If you're taking notes, write this question down. If you're just listening, you, you can... Respond to me. I won't hear you, but you can respond to me. The question is, do you want to see God do the impossible in your life? Do you want to see God take the big, heavy things in your life and move mountains? Do you want God to do big things in the little things in your life? Because in this time, we have to understand that there are things that we are called to do and we have control to do. But they're usually little, they're temporal, and they're not big enough to do the kingdom of God stuff. And so God takes the little that we do and he uses it for leverage to move mountains. So let me ask you, what is the little you can control That God can then take and do more than we ever thought possible. Do you remember the second scripture I read to you? Ephesians 3. It was Paul's prayer. I left out verse 20 and 21. So after Christ makes his home in our hearts and he empowers us with strength, our roots grow down deep in his love. We have power to understand the measures of his love. We experience Christ who is love and we are complete with all fullness of the life of Christ. Do you know then what is said in that prayer? Listen to me. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more, immeasurably more than we might ask or think or imagine. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. God wants to do immeasurably, infinitely more than all you could ever ask or think But what do you have to do? You have to come to him. He's asking you to take him as your lever, to trust him with all your burdens and all your weights. So here's some steps of what we can do in application to make sure that our lever stays Christ Jesus. Number one, they all start with S. Number one is stillness through scripture and prayer. Are you using this time to be still? You could go on a walk, you can be outside, you can be in your room, quiet space, wherever. Are you taking even three minutes to breathe in God's presence, to focus and align your thoughts and your heart on him? Stillness, this is the time for us to be still. We have the time. Will we be still? Will we be still and soak in God? Number two. Actually, before I go to number two, I apologize. Um, We have incredible news. There's uh, an app that we use on our weekly impact podcast called the Dwell app. The Dwell app is simply an audio version of the Bible. So they read the Bible, there's different voices, different translations, and there's music always behind the scripture. And so we use it in the podcast. Um, They are offering this to the church for uh, I believe the next 60 days for free. It usually is a charge uh, online. Uh, But you can go to your phone app, you can go um, to our website, um, but it is free. You need to sign up for free for 60 days. This is just another way to pour in the Word of God into your life. Allow the Word of God to be your light and your lamp unto your feet, a light unto your path. So number two, after being stilled through Scripture and prayer, is this Stay synced with other believers. Stay synced to other believers. Makes it a little difficult right now with the quarantine and social distancing. But we need it, we need it, we need it. Hebrews 10.25 says don't forsake the gathering of each other and encouraging each other in love and good deeds as the end draws near. So how do we do that? Well, we have an incredible blessing of technology. We have Zoom meetings, we have FaceTime, we have Facebook chat, you name it, it's out there. Call your family, do video chats with your family, get close over the devices. There's Zoom meetings, we're, we're gonna be reaching out to many of you at ECC, we even have a shepherding team, imagine that, that is going to be reaching out to all of our regular attenders. If you're not being reached out to, by the way, that means you may not be on our contact list and all you have to do is email my elevation. excuse me, Email contact at myelevationcc.org. Again, that's contact at myelevationcc.org. We want to offer connection and care, but we have to stay synced with each other. Make it a priority. Synced to your family. Synced to other believers in personal relationship with them. Don't get disconnected. Disconnected. Don't get disconnected, because others in the faith will be able to encourage you to use the leverage that Jesus has given us. When we get weary and discouraged, we need to be there for one another. Stillness through the scripture, stay synced with other believers. Number three, share stories that encourage. Focus on the stories that bring positivity, that bring light into the situation, that bring laughter, that bring truth, that bring comfort and hope and joy. Tell those stories. Focus on those stories. Laugh together through those stories. Reflect on all of your blessings. I even challenge you, friends, to find one way in which you are not blessed. Find one way That you aren't blessed by God. Man, every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father God to us. That's incredible. Are we gonna be still in scripture and prayer? Are we going to be synced with other believers? And are we gonna share stories that encourage? Number four, will you sing songs that lift up? Music is so influential and powerful to the mind and to the soul. What you lift up will determine how you feel. I promise you. You lift up the things of this world and you will feel empty. You will feel discouraged, you will feel depressed, you will feel angry, you will feel lost, you will feel lonely. Lift up Jesus in song, and you will feel fulfilled. You will feel free. You will feel joy in the fruits of the spirit, but who you lift up in song will determine how you feel. And I'm not just saying worship is an ooey gooey feeling thing, it's not. Worship is giving of yourself to God. It's coming to him in your need and knowing that only he can satisfy that need, and we worship him with reverence and awe, but something amazing happens. There's a transaction made when we worship God and lift him up. Jesus, or the scriptures say, if Jesus is lifted up, God will draw all men to himself. We need to lift Jesus up in all that we do, our talk, but especially our song. What are you listening to in your car? What are you listening to in in the home? What are you watching? It matters. People, it matters, friends. It matters. Number five, silliness that refreshes. Yeah, I'm saying it. We all need to lighten up. We need to get (laughs) our panties out of a (laughs) wad. Just saying, right? Come on, you're laughing, I know you are. Be silly. Come on, people, we are cramped in our homes together. Parents, especially mom and dad of kids, you need to have dance parties with your kids. You need to see who's gonna be the most foolish and give prizes for it. I'd like to even challenge you at home and you can post it on our Elevation Community Church Facebook, ready? I wanna see who can be the most creative in your homes with your family of what to do with the empty toilet paper rolls. The challenge is made, I will give a gift card to the most creative family that figures out what to do with empty toilet paper rolls. Come on, let's challenge ourselves. Let's have some gut laughter. Let's laugh at each other, with each other. We need to be silly with each other. Man, there's so many things you can do with your kids. Don't, Don't miss out on this. Friends, don't miss out on this opportunity to allow Christ to be your leverage and to have joy in the midst of crisis. And number six, serve right where you are. You don't even need to get out of your house to serve somebody. You don't need to get out of your house to give of yourself and to be a blessing to others. We need to pray for others. We need to shine our light in our neighborhoods, in our cars, in the grocery store. We need to to cure our boredom and bitterness by blessing others. We need to cure our boredom and bitterness by blessing others. You're bitter? Try blessing someone else. That bitterness will leave. You bored? Get up from your couch and bless someone else. When you go to the grocery store, you bless that cashier. You bless that stock person, and you stop and you thank them for what they're doing. When you go to the doctor's office, you tell the whole nurse staff, I'm praying for you all this week. How can I lift you up personally? When you take carry out from a restaurant that is closed to business of serving tables, you bless the snot out of them with a tip. Let's shine our light, friends. Let's give of what we have, like Acts 2 that we talked about last Sunday where they, where they sold everything they had. They gave of their possessions, and no one was with need. Can I challenge you? If you say Elevation Community Church is my home church, are you still giving to the church as we bless and minister to needs in our church family and in our community? We can't do it without that. And so I want to even put on the screen, it's a giving slide, it's our church center app. If you don't have it, please go there. You can download it today. You can give, you can, um, you can see what's going on in our church and upcoming events, but we're asking you to give. We're asking you to be sacrificial so we can be generous to our community and those in need. Like the free lunches, it costs $1,500 a week to feed over 220 students in our community who rely on that meal. We need to be generous and serve right where they're at. If you're normally used to giving checks here at the giving stations, you can simply send the check to 107 Eagle Martin Drive, Blanchester, Ohio, 45107. You can look on our website or our Facebook for that address. Let's continue to be generous and give towards the kingdom of God. So in closing, will you make the most Of this time right now. Will you make the most of this time right now by doing these things? Be still in scripture and prayer. Stay synced with other believers. Share stories that encourage. Sing songs that lift up. Be silly and allow silliness to bring refreshing in your home. And six, serve right where you're at. You see, church, let me just speak to your heart for a minute. Many of you have been praying for so long as Christians for unity within churches in the community. Do you know that that's happening right now? Churches are coming together to meet this need of free lunches, churches are coming together to take care of the first responders that came to the fire. We pray for unity, guess what? Now's the time for unity. Make the most of this time to create unity. Number two, we we pray all the time, don't we? We pray all the time for time with our family. God, we just don't have enough time with our family. You do now you do now what are you going to do with it what are you going to do with it how are you going to leverage this time and we always pray god i don't want to worry i want to let go of the little things that really don't matter guess what now's the time now's the time to do that this crisis is real but god is so much stronger than any crisis Can we trust that the things that we have been praying for are the things that we are actually going to see come to pass through crisis? Could it be that we may come out of this thanking God for COVID-19? Could it be that we come out of this season thanking God for the crisis because of what he leveraged within us And how he moved. Let me pray for you. Jesus, King Jesus, we come to you right now. And I pray for every single person right now looking at the screen. I pray that they would sense your presence right now, your holy presence that would bring a stillness and a peace they haven't experienced for so long. I pray that the scriptures would come alive and renew them and refresh them as they look to you for their source of hope. I pray, God, that they would stay in sync however necessary with other friends and believers in the family of God. I pray, God, that you would allow them to focus on the positive and the blessings of what you're doing. Would you raise up thankfulness in this time of craziness? Father, I pray that songs would fill their hearts and fill their rooms and fill their homes and fill their cars, songs that lift you up And as you are lifted up, you will lift our heavy burdens as we come to you. And God, I pray that we would be absolutely silly with one another, that we would take joy and find laughter in the blessings of being together. We would dance our hearts out. We would make fools together for you. And as we do that, you'll draw us closer as families. Give us the courage to do it, God. And I pray right now, God, that you would bless every single person as they bless others. Get them out of their comfort zone. Get them out of wherever they're at. Yes, we need social distancing. Yes, you can stay home. But let's serve the needs of our family and our church. Give faithfully. You know why? Because God blesses a faithful and cheerful giver. You want God's blessings. Give and give and give and give. Meet needs. Meet needs. What are you going to do with your tax return? What are you going to do with your tax return this year? Are you going to give it away? Are you going to bless other people? My wife and I committed to that. We want to be a blessing in this season. And as we're a blessing in this season, we will draw all people to Jesus. Mm, That's so good. God bless you. Would you stay with us in this time of worship and just give yourself fully to the lever, Jesus. God bless you.